This is Harpcast. Hello to all our listeners and welcome to Harpcast, which is a musical podcast. Today we're going to be discussing why hire a harpist for my wedding. Why should I include a harpist in my wedding day? I mean, why not any other musician? Well, it it really is up to the couple as to what musician they hire or book for their wedding, whether they want a guitarist, a pianist, a harpist, a string quartet. But there are so many different benefits to hiring a harpist. Is it because they provide live music or is it because the harp provides something that not any other instrument can provide? I think the harp is a very beautiful, classical and very regal looking instrument, but it's also very versatile. There's so many different genres of music that can be played, so that's one of my main reasons for hiring a harpist, especially a harpist that plays modern covers as well as your more uh, traditional or classical or light classical music. Just another point to add is that you don't see a harpist around a lot of the time so it adds that extra bit of luxury to your wedding and something special for your guests to enjoy. Yes, I totally agree. I think music is a very important part of your day and it can create a really magical atmosphere for you and your guests. And I think the harp does that but also in a very emotional and uh, very elegant way. I think it's quite a romantic instrument as well. I mean there's some instruments that you probably wouldn't find at a wedding or very alternative weddings and I think the harp fits in both alternative and classic traditional weddings. Yes and a harpist also, um, most harpists will learn pieces of music for you like we really enjoy learning new repertoire so when a couple asks us you know how, how can you play this most often we say yes because our repertoire is actually very very extensive uh, but if we don't play it we look up the song or piece of music and either get sheet music or we arrange it ourselves just depends what's available and that's a really you know interesting and exciting process for us as well as the couple hearing uh, it once we've learnt it. Does having a harpist make your day extra special or is it an unnecessary addition to your day? There are many reasons for hiring a harpist for your day and yes I do think it adds that extra touch of class um, than probably above some of the other instruments because it is such a beautiful, elegant and not very common instrument, especially in, you know, in England, for example, whereas in Scotland it is a more traditional and uh, widely spread instrument. So I think harps are one of the most romantic and beautiful sounding instruments because of their mellow tone um, and they fit perfectly with a wedding day. So it's so versatile, meaning that it suits pretty much any theme like we've had themes uh, that we've played for weddings that are more contemporary modern um, more industrial so a bit like steampunk weddings alternative and boho and then obviously the beautiful traditional English country garden type weddings it just really suits it and I think the added bonus of having live music at your ceremony especially is that it provides flexibility so if you take longer getting ready then 
the live musician can adjust to that and also when you're walking down the aisle you don't have to count your steps or worry about when you're going to arrive there or what part of the song because we adjust to that so I think that's a really like top bonus for both the venue and for you. And I think another point that makes a harpist, you know, hiring a harpist or booking a harpist for your special wedding day is although it's thought of as an ultra classical instrument, so, uh, you know, Mozart or Beethoven or Liszt, all those classical composers which do sound amazing on a pedal harp, they are also, harps are also being used more and more uh, in contemporary music. So genres such as uh, pop, rock, um, all of those different genres sound really amazing. Disney is also amazing on the harp, so I can't tell you how great a Disney song sounds because the harp is such a magical instrument and Disney films are so magical and it's just a perfect combination, especially for Disney weddings. I think it really brings the Disney uh, piece of music to life. So if you're listening to, you know, a piece of uh, music from The Lion King, for example, Can You Feel the Love Tonight is a classic for a wedding or A Whole New World. It's just the tinkly high notes on a harp can make it really, really magical and guests love it. All ages of guests love yeah. it. From a wedding. That is... A really important question and one that people do ask us a lot when they're sending us through a booking inquiry or just, you know, uh, asking us a general inquiry about, you know, when to have a harpist during the day. So there are several parts to your wedding day as your guests arrive ready for your ceremony. It's really nice to have light background music played on the harp because it's non-intrusive. It doesn't make the guests raise their voices higher to hear each other because it is just in the background, just enough to lift the atmosphere and just bring something um, very elegant and versatile. Also, for your guests, if they haven't met each other before, it can be a talking point. So guests can talk about the songs that they're hearing and it's a really good icebreaker most definitely i think it's um really ideal for that moment of your wedding day then also as the guests are seated because it does give them that talking point as you pointed out karina um but i also think the most magical time to have it is walking down the aisle so when you're walking down you can pick a piece of music or song that's really beautiful because i think some some songs do suit the singing so when we sing it adds the lyrics and the emotion but some some pieces of music are really beautiful just on the two harps so it's really is up to you what you choose then during the ceremony after you've said your vows it'll be time for you to sign the register and this can take about I think 10 minutes I think if you're having a civil ceremony then it will definitely take 10 to 15 minutes because they have to sort out all your certificates get your witnesses to sign and then you'll have your staged photos afterwards at the registry desk. But if you're having photos in a, uh, not photos, if you're having to sign the register in a church, for example, I think it takes slightly shorter. So it really depends about, you know, what venue you choose. And then obviously there's celebrant led weddings. But no matter how long you take to sign the register and have those uh, official photos taken, I think it's really nice to add one or two pieces while your guests are just sitting there and waiting. It's also like 
make sure that the guests know it's okay to make noise because there have been weddings where they don't know that they're allowed to talk and it's been a very awkward silence. So I think it's really nice just to add that touch of music in the background, just to lift the atmosphere. Then as you've signed the register, you'll stand back up and you'll be ready to walk back down the aisle together as newlyweds. So this should be a really epic, cheerful, happy moment because your guests will be clapping, cheering, congratulating you on your way down. And stomping. And stomping, yes, of course, if you're in an indoor venue, stomping does count. So pick something, pick a piece of music on the harps, it sounds really uplifting. So we have said this before, but one of my favourites is Best Day of My Life by American Authors. But, you know, it really is up to you again to pick what you have and what's special to you both. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road Something changed in the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar I could get used to this Time flies by in the yellow and green Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of If you need me you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone, someone I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone, someone We're south of the equator, navigator Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road Deep sea diving round the clock, bikini bottoms, lager tops. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you'll know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone, someone I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone, someone We've got two in the front, two in the back Sailing along and we won't look back, 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 back Back, 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 back Time flies by in the yellow and green Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of If you need me you'll know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone Someone, I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like a someone, someone, someone
after you've had your ceremony, most of the time you'll go on to have your reception. So your drinks reception where you enjoy some drinks, canapes and have your photos taken, whether indoors or outside. This is a great time to have live music as a lot of the guests are milling around waiting for photos to be taken and enjoying their, you know, flutes of champagne or pims or whatever the refreshments are and it just creates a great atmosphere for them to get ready for the wedding breakfast. So the wedding breakfast is next and a wedding breakfast is your evening meal. So we've had a lot of uh, couples and guests saying, why is it called a wedding breakfast? Well, I think it's called a wedding breakfast because it's the first meal you have after getting officially married, which is a really special moment. And I think having live music, it does make a difference. It adds that touch of elegance and class, doesn't it? If you have a larger group of guests or the acoustics aren't naturally great, then that is when we can provide amplification just to lift the sound up a bit so all your guests in the room can enjoy it. I would really recommend talking to your harpist about what amplification they provide because our harps are fitted with pickups, which is a bit like plugging in a guitar. In fact, it's exactly the same. So in our small harps, we have two pickups, one that was built originally into the harp. So we had these specially designed and then a second pickup that we fitted ourselves. So the harps have in total, the two harps have four pickups, which makes it really amazing for plugging in because we can get the best sound that suits your venue. When should I book a harpist? Okay, another great question because we've had lots of um, people either book us well in advance or like two or three years in advance of their wedding day. But then we've had a lot of inquiries like two or three months or even six months just before their wedding day and we've been booked already. So I think this applies to all live music. Great live musicians get booked up really far in advance um, to your wedding day or event and I think it's really important just to inquire about their dates that they've got left and make that initial booking. So I recommend booking them either straight after you've booked your venue along with your photographer and other important things if that is high on your priority list. Also we do accept last minute bookings but this depends on availability because obviously we do get booked up quite in advance. Um, Just a little bit about our booking process I think will be really useful for some couples to know. So if you haven't already had a chat with us or our manager on the phone or via message then you're welcome to do that and drop us a line at two of harps on instagram facebook or twitter or you can email us at the two of harps at outlook.com so first when you ring us or contact us by email it's important to check our availability by just ask you know giving us information like your date and your venue and when you'd like us to perform because sometimes if we have a ceremony in the morning um, we will be free in the uh, either the late afternoon or evening. So it's still worth inquiring about it. We will then hold your date for 10 days with no obligation and then contact you to see if you still want us. I mean, most couples book us straight away because it's, you know, on their high priority list to have a harpist. And um, when they've seen that we're a harp duo, I think that's um, really something different for their day. 
our mum, who is our manager, will invite you to a preliminary e-meeting. So we hold these meetings either on Skype, WhatsApp, which is, I think, most couples prefer now. Uh, And then obviously things like FaceTime, if you have an Apple device, um, or Zoom, which we do use as well. It really is up to you and whatever you find easiest will, will work with that. At the preliminary meeting, I can't say that word right. Yeah. At the preliminary meeting, <laughs> yeah. At the preliminary meeting, we'll discuss things like what kind of music you like, um, when you'd like us to play, times. Um, our manager goes through all the fine details about when we're going to be arriving, um, where we're going to set up for performing live music, all those kind of details. She'll col- she'll talk about your wedding colour palette because it's really important for us to um, blend into your day. There's nothing worse than having like a spring, you know, spring kind of cheerful yellow theme and then us turning up in pink. I know, not just right. completely jarring, isn't yeah, it? No, not or, good. Or a beautiful pastel colour palette and then we turn up in fuchsia pink or something. It's, no, you know. never going to happen for us because we always double check the colour palette. Then once we've played a few examples to you of different you know, genres of music, so if you like pop, we'll play a few popular ones like Ed Sheeran um, and some classical ones, just so you can hear what everything sounds like on the harp because although there's videos on YouTube, you don't often find covers of like rock songs, uh, Metallica. Um, So after that, you can go away and have a little think about what you'd like your wedding playlist to sound like and you can put that together we'll give you the password to our repertoire on our website so you can look through hundreds and hundreds of pieces of music to pick the right ones for your wedding day we'll arrange a second e-meeting and we'll play your music for you if you have asked us to learn music for you we will also play the new pieces that you've asked us to learn at this e-meeting And that's pretty much it. And the payment is really simple. So we take a booking deposit um, after you've decided that you're going to book us. And this is non-refundable. And then we'll ask for another instalment, about a third of the bill, halfway um, from your booking date. Uh, And then we'll also contact you our manager say we our manager does the uh finance section of our business she'll contact you about a month before just to uh finalize all the payment before the wedding day and also to check that nothing has changed you haven't decided to change your ceremony time and make sure that everything just runs smoothly on the day and that's pretty much it. So booking us, I think, is rather simple and really fun because, you know, you have those e-meetings where you can chat, listen to music, think about you can change anything and get in touch with us again. And then we'll just play the new music as required. I hope you really enjoyed listening to this podcast because I think we answered some really important questions that a lot of couples have for booking a musician or a harpist for their wedding day. Thank you so much for listening and we look forward to the next time. This is Harpcast.